The topic of provision has come up a lot for both myself and my students. So I knew this was a topic I needed to share with you just as soon as I could. And the truth is, if you're in business, if you are an aspiring entrepreneur or you're a dreamer in any capacity, this concept of provision will continue to come up again and again. And even if you're not a business owner or a creator, this concept will continue to pop up because we live in a world where money is what we need in order to put a roof over our heads and put food on the table. And that said, while sure, like I've created a six-figure income by the goodness of the Lord, That doesn't mean I haven't had my fair share of experiences where I felt like the well was running dry, if you know what I mean. And I say this because I want you to understand just how incredible our God is. He truly does provide manna day by day. And when you seek him first above all things, you can absolutely trust God's provision in your life. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you how the Lord has continued to show his provision over my life and business when I am obeying his promptings, even though they don't make logical sense at the time. And I am also going to be sharing with you three scriptures you can refer back to again and again to remember just how much you can trust God's provision in your life. And of course, you are going to get access to a free resource to help you dive deeper into learning about his provision so that you can implement this in your heart from day to day. So that being said, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey queen, welcome to Call to CEO. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in the same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a thriving, Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. If you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battles spiritually instead of physically, take bold and obedient action on your God-given call to CEO, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you are in the right place. So go ahead and grab your favorite sparkling beverage, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. So like I said before, there have really just been so many times where I have just had to trust in the Lord for provision. And I have to say this is especially true in the season I'm currently in. And I say this because if you have listened to episode 53 of the show, which is titled, I have no plan for my faith-based business in 2023, here's what I'm doing instead 
Then you already know that the Lord gave me a couple of steps and actions for 2023, no plan, and also just to focus on my healing this year. So that being said, I want to give you guys an update like in an episode on how that's going soon, but I really want you to understand that because I am doing my absolute best to walk in obedience, I knew I was going to have to lay down certain things. So instead of relaunching my signature program, Faith Fuel Coach Academy, as a group coaching program, we launched it as a course. And now it is there for you on Evergreen to purchase when you choose. And what prompted this is that I woke up one morning and just knew that's what I was supposed to do. I wasn't second guessing it. I just new and it really just came out of nowhere. I honestly thought it would be another six months before that became a reality, but I just felt his prompting just to do it now. Um, so I did. And that said, there wasn't really a big launch. Um, I just made a post about it, I think on Instagram and I've talked about it here on the show a couple of times, but I haven't made like a big launch or a big ordeal out of it because I didn't feel that prompting to. I just knew that I was supposed to turn it into a course. And, you know, so I haven't really been proactively selling it because he told me not to, you know, not because it isn't an amazing course because it absolutely is and it gets people results. Like, like it really does. It's an amazing course. I've worked on it for years, but because he's preparing me for a new era of my business and brand, he was very clear that I wasn't to actively, you know, like work on selling that, if that makes sense. And he has also been very clear that I am not to actively go full force in selling one-on-one coaching like I used to. And what I mean by that is that even though I'm not like full force actively selling it, I'm still going to talk about it here and there. And if someone comes to me and I feel divinely aligned with them, I'm going to work with them one-on-one. Or if someone signs up for the course, like awesome, but I'm not being super strategic about selling the course right now, if that makes sense, or selling one-on-one right now um, because he's called me to something else in this season. But he did call me to set it up so I can steward that, so I can help someone else with that, even though I'm going to be, you know, focusing on something that I'm going to be sharing about soon. So obviously it is still there. It is still my signature program. I absolutely adore it. My clients adore it. And yeah, it's just, it's just a little bit different in this season. And that is okay. I'm just obeying his prompting. And by the way, if you do want to check out my signature program, Faith Fuel Coach Academy, you can do so by going to www.hannahbrindley.com slash FCA. It is all the ins and outs of starting and scaling a Holy Spirit-led coaching business. So definitely check that out when you can if you are feeling that Holy Spirit prompting. So you see, obviously, I still believe in it because it is an amazing product. He has just called me to put my focus in a different area. And I say all that to say that even though I've taken like a step back from just like going full force and selling, I've had to fully trust him in this. And what is so incredible to me is that since I've just fully surrendered this, he has just continued to provide me 
with new clients, with clients continuing to work with me, and so many other things. And I know that's because I have just chosen to listen and I've chosen to surrender and I've chosen to obey. And I've surrendered this, you know, grasp that I had on my own security. And I really hope that you understand that I am not saying to not be disciplined or steward your business. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's quite the opposite. This is just what stewarding my business looks like in this season. But in other seasons, it looks like fully focusing on the growth of FCA or on the growth of my one-on-one client roster. But now it looks like something else. And with that transition comes change and a shift and some nervousness, but also a lot of excitement. And so that said, I have just been told over and over and over again by him and in different confirmations that I am to focus on healing, on writing, on podcasting, and on cultivating a membership this year, which you can actually learn a lot more about if you want to head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. You can get on the wait list there. And of course, I'm going to have that link in the show notes for you. But Basically, we are going to be launching really soon because, again, this is just a prompting from the Holy Spirit, and we are making it happen. And so now that you understand that just because I am a quote-unquote, you know, six-figure business owner does not mean that I don't have to trust in God's provision because I absolutely do. And so I really just want to share three scriptures with you that I've just come across recently that really showcases God's provision over our lives. And before I do, I want to let you know that I have a free gift for you. I am obviously sharing three scriptures with you today, but I actually put together a list of 30 scriptures for you that will showcase God's provision in your life. And in this list, I've walked you through some daily steps on how you can go deeper with each scripture every day for 30 days that will only take about five to 15 minutes of your time. So if you are struggling to trust God's provision over your life or you're trying to take control of the situation yourself, which by the way is different than stewardship and discipline, then I truly believe your heart will be changed when you just get into God's word and dive into each of the passages so you can really learn what he says about provision in your mind and then take it down to your heart and then actively live it out. Because it's one thing to know something in your head, and it's completely different to know something in your heart. And I truly believe that the Lord will change your heart, especially when you are seeking what he says. So that said, I really hope you join me over these next 30 days. I'm actually going to be doing this myself as well, so we can be doing it together. And I will probably post updates on how this is going over on Instagram if you want to check that out. And if so, my handle is at Hannah Brindley. It is just my name. So I really hope to see you over there. But if you want to gain access to the 30 days of provision scripture download, then go ahead and head to bit.ly slash 30 days of provision. That's bit.ly slash the number three, the number zero, and then days of provision. And I'm also going to put that in the show notes for you. That said, let's go ahead and dive into these three scriptures. So the very first scripture I have for you is from Deuteronomy chapter 29, and it's verses 5 through 9, and I'm going to read it for you. It reads, And I have led you 40 years in the wilderness. Your clothes have not worn out on you, and your sandals have not worn out on your feet. 
You have not eaten bread, nor have you drunk wine or similar drink, but you may know that I am the Lord your God. And when you came to this place, Sihon, king of Heshbon, and Og, king of Bashan, came out against us to battle, and we conquered them. We took their land and gave it as an inheritance to the Reubenites, to the Gadites, and to half the tribe of Manasseh. Therefore, keep the words of this covenant and do them that you may prosper in all that you do. Okay, so first of all, sorry if I butchered any of those names. I did my best. (laughs) But just to give you a little context to this verse, the Israelites were led into the wilderness for 40 years. And in these 40 years, when they didn't have access to modern day facilities like ours, their sandals and their clothes did not wear out. Okay. (laughs) And even though they had no bread to eat, they were still provided for, for 40 years. I mean, even if they did have access to modern day facilities, their clothes and shoes still wouldn't have lasted that long. I mean, that is God. I mean, wow. And then on top of that, Israel conquered over their enemies and took their land. God blessed his people abundantly. Even though they were in the wilderness for 40 years, he took care of them and then blessed them in ways I'm sure they never thought they would be able to experience just because of where they were currently. And God is the same God today as he was yesterday and as he was then. I mean, can I get an amen because... Wow, seriously. So my friend, if you are in the wilderness, look to God because I promise you, he has got you. That said, I want to move on to another passage and I want to take us to the gospel of John. And so if you've got your Bible or your Bible app, if you want to turn to it, um, it is John chapter 21 verses four through six. And so it reads, but when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, No. And he said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. So they cast, and now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Y'all, the disciples did as Jesus asked, and they were given a multitude of fish, so much so that they couldn't pull it in. They were blessed abundantly and beyond expectation. It didn't seem like they were going to be provided for, and I'm sure they did not think casting the net on the other side of the boat would make a difference, but they did it and they were provided for. You know, when I was prepping for this episode, I was actually looking at the Enduring Word commentary, which you can definitely do so on your own. It's just EnduringWord.com, I believe, and you can just go to the commentary section. And they mentioned that this particular passage shows the difference between doing work without divine guidance and with divine guidance. Even though they didn't even know it was Jesus, as indicated by verse 4, they were still following Jesus. And I just find that so fascinating that he is still providing for them. Even though they did not know they were directly taking advice from Jesus, it's like they were still able to find the guidance of God in small and unexpected ways, like through this man on the shore. 
And that probably didn't make any sense to them at the time. So what God is asking us to do doesn't always seem logical. And I know that's the case for me in this season. It did not seem logical to stop going full force with one-on-one coaching or FCA. It just didn't make sense. And honestly, it still kind of doesn't. But this is just a beautiful reminder that it's not often going to make sense to us, but it's important to follow the promptings when we do have them. And he has always got us. He has always got us. We just have to listen. We have to seek him first and obey what he's calling us to do. And so now I actually want to take us to another gospel. We're going to go to the gospel of Luke. And it is Luke chapter 4, verses 24 through 28. And it reads, Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor barn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the lilies how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? This passage just gives me chills. God is going to take care of you. He takes care of the raven. So why wouldn't he care about you, his child, the one who is made in his image? So yes, my friend, he is going to take care of you. He is going to provide for you. And just a further note here, you know, I know I've mentioned stewardship and discipline in this episode already, but I think it's really important to mention it here as well. And this is something I also noticed in the Enduring Word commentary too. And it's it's that while yes, God absolutely takes care of the ravens, but they don't just sit and wait. They don't just sit around with open mouths waiting for God to fill them. They do the work. They don't worry. They work. They are stewarding what God has given them. And honestly, I just really think we can learn a lot from that. I mean, I know I can. It's just a huge reminder for me of that beautiful balance of discipline and surrender. I say to my students all the time to take obedient, disciplined, faithful action and surrender the results or the outcome to him. So we're going to be disciplined and steward our actions and then totally surrender what happens to the Lord. Because at the end of the day, we know he takes care of the ravens. He allows the lilies to grow and he's going to provide for you. But you have to trust him and you have to steward what he has given you and the call that he has given you in the way that he's calling you to do it. And then fully surrender the outcome to him because, you know, what we think we might need may not be what we actually need. And we know that the Lord always gives us exactly what we need. That said, I really hope you join us in the 30 days of provision where we will just dive into scripture every day for 30 days and just see what God says about provision over our lives. There is no start date or end date. You can start whenever you want, um, but I will be starting now. (laughs) 
<laughs> but basically there is so much more about provision in the Bible than what we covered here today. So I really hope you'll choose to unpack it alongside me as well. If you want to gain access to the 30 days of provision scripture download, then go ahead and head to bit.ly slash 30 days of provision. And I'm also putting that in the show notes for you. And that being said, if you love this episode and you know you are being called to CEO by God and you want to make sure you're getting the support and being held accountable to live out the call he's placed on your heart and you also want to do it fueled by your faith and not by your flesh, then I want to invite you to get on the wait list for the Call to CEO Collective. This is the membership I was talking about that the Lord has just put heavily on my heart. We are launching so soon and for real this time, and I'm truly so stoked to just bring it to life and just see what the Holy Spirit does. If you want to get on the wait list, go ahead and head to www.hannahbrindley.com slash membership. And I'm also going to put that in the show notes for you. But that said, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll see you next time. Bye friend. Hey CEO, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a rating and written review of the show. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories and tag me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley. I cannot wait to see you over there. So much love to you.